Hi, I'm Frances Robertson Ritchie. Welcome to today's episode of The Explored Life, More Than Yoga. In today's episode, I'm going to be further exploring this idea of finding your purpose and following your passion. I'm going to be talking to Kate Butcher about supporting mums in business. Did you know that 50% of people dream about starting their own business? Perhaps you are one of them. For me, it comes down to this idea of finding balance in your life. Balance between work and family, self-care, fun and rest. Making time for all of the things that you want to do while still being able to support your family. Kate is going to share her top tips for following your passion and creating a business that works for you and your family. She'll be covering the importance of making a plan, how self-care is essential and ways to manage your precious time effectively. Perhaps you have a dream of starting your own business or maybe you've already taken the leap. If so, this episode is for you. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. I'm here with Kate Butcher. Morning, guys. Um, we're here to talk today about really following our passion, aren't we? And finding um, our purpose in life and being able to turn that into a way of making an income, I guess, especially as busy mums. That's your specialty, isn't it, Kate? Don't, sorry. I don't, sorry, I'm being interrupted. Can, I don't care if my phone went ding. Can you put it back in the kitchen, please? Thank you. Thank you. It's very kind of you to bring it for me. Um, and here we are, busy mums, you know? Absolutely. This is it. <laughs> Left us alone for 20 minutes to have a chat and we go live. And there we go. <laughs> Perfect. So tell us a bit about what you do, Kate. How do you help women to follow their passion? Um, I am a virtual assistant, so I help um, busy mums in particular to, um, with, with all of the, the sides of their businesses that take up lots of time um, and keep them away from doing what the passion in their business is um, and from their families, because there are so many elements to business that when you sign up um, to start a business, when you decide that you're going to do it, um, there are so many elements to it that you need to take into account. And suddenly you take on all of the roles of a business. Um, and that's not always where your passion lies. Um, doing your, your bookkeeping is, is not why you started a business. And posting on social media, lots of people love doing that. But there's also lots of people who really don't enjoy that side of business. Um, creating mailing lists, managing all that stuff, um, creating websites. A lot of people find that stuff really overwhelming. Um, and it really takes away from the enjoyment that having a business can bring and the freedom that so many people want from having their own business so that they can can spend time with family and, and, and do things on their own terms and in their own times. And suddenly there's all these additional roles that need taking on. Um, so I'm here to help with all of those those bits, those things that um, that do get in the way. Because I guess um, the reason why um, we particularly go into this kind of um, line of work and running your own business and following that passion that you've got is mm. uh, a lot to do with finding balance, isn't it? I think, especially Absolutely. for mums, you know, I know in my experience, when I went back to work, I thought that I'd just go back to work after having kids and it would all just, you know, be as it was before. But it's so different afterwards, isn't it? Once yeah. you've got children and trying to juggle a, a workplace that maybe 
doesn't necessarily sort of give you the flexibility that you need because you do need flexibility when you've got kids, yeah. don't you? Priorities change. This often drives women into um, looking for other solutions, doesn't it? And other ways to work because Absolutely. often we want to work still, don't we? Absolutely. Yeah, exactly that. Perhaps you want to like follow some kind of creative idea that you've got yeah. or um, an interest that you're really um you something that really drives you rather than just working for the sake of working and I do think motherhood really does make you change your priorities in that sense um, I came across some really interesting statistics um, last week um, whereby it about 50 percent of um, the workforce um, are, are looking to or have a dream to start their own business um, and I thought that was absolutely fascinating if 50 percent of people out there would love to have their own business at some point um, yeah. I do think suddenly, you know, becoming a mother and having to juggle everything that that comes with motherhood and work, um, it, it does make you reassess what your priorities are and whether you are getting enjoyment from what you're doing during the day and when you're away from your children. And it makes you rethink um, what's important in life and, and where you want to be spending your time and how you want to be spending your time. Um, so, yeah, that's a big, big factor for a lot of a lot of mums, definitely. Yeah, that's interesting. 50%. That is high, isn't it? And um, and I wonder, so how do you um, how do you help women to take that first step? I mean, or like, do you work with women who are sort of in that stage before they've kind of made the step? Because that's the difficult part, isn't it? Is there's a lot of fear surrounding doing it, isn't there? Yeah. And um, yeah. you know, we all know that feeling. Exactly. And that, you know. So what would you recommend if someone was feeling in that situation? Um, well, I, I have primarily, um, for the last couple of years, I've been working with um, mums who already have a business. But one thing I've come to realise is that a lot of the women that I work with um, have been quite frustrated that the foundations that they put in place at the beginning maybe weren't quite right. They didn't have those foundations. Um, they maybe started the business on a whim Um or, you know, they, they started it without necessarily knowing what they were doing. So as a result of that, over the last last sort of six months or so, I've really started um, looking at working with mums who are in the stages of just starting to launch. Um, so really starting to, to develop um, that side of, of where I'm going. Um, and I've just put together a course or I'm, I'm putting together a course um, which will be launching quite soon. Um, specifically for mums who are at that stage um, where they do want to, to launch their business. Um, but absolutely, a, a key part of it, I would say, of, of knowing what to do when you want to launch a business is to create a business plan. Um, because if you don't have a plan, you don't know where you're going. Um, and as I said, so many mums that I work with have created a business and they've taken certain actions because that's what they've seen other people doing or that's what they've been advised is a good thing to do. And they maybe haven't realized what that action is for or, or really taken um, time to think about what the purpose of that action was. And further down the line, they've realized that they've spent a lot of time doing something that maybe actually doesn't get them where they want to be um, and have had to reassess and, and put those foundations in place further down the line. Um, so from that point of view, it's really good to have a plan from the beginning and decide you know, exactly how you're going to do things, where you want to go and how you want to get there. Um, it's exactly the same as taking a journey. You don't get in the car and just drive. When you get in the car, you know where you're going and you have a plan yeah. of how you're going to get there, um, whether it be 
with the sat nav doing it for you or whatever it might be um but you, you take you have a plan you know where to go um and how yeah. to get there that's made me think of a kind of um an interesting thing that that I sort of experienced as well which is like this idea where yeah because I don't necessarily have a plan <laughs> I'm gonna just put that out there and maybe that is something that I need to do otherwise what could happen and what can happen is you fall back into the trap don't you of all the same problems that you had when you were working the job <laughs> you know so yes you're following your passion following your dream but um you're so caught up with everything because there's potentially no plan that yeah. you you get stuck into those same pitfalls that you had you know when you were working maybe even it can go beyond that can't it because once you're working for yourself work can potentially never end someone said to me the other day it's like it's not that you're working from home it's that you're living at work (laughs) you're just living at work all the time I think a plan would be a really great way to um to sort of avoid that wouldn't it to avoid slipping back into those habits that we have to that sort of habitual tendency to always be busy isn't it and maybe that's probably why you got out of you know the rat race or you know a job that wasn't satisfying you yeah I think that that would be a great tool a business plan would be a great tool for sort of of really being intentional about what you wanted out of the business Um, I'm really interested to hear how you got to be where you are Kate how did you get to Mm. living living the dream (laughs) Um, my original career path, I was a drug and alcohol counsellor working in the prison service. So completely different um, to what I'm doing now. Um, and I married a chef. Um, so over the time in my job and his job, we decided that we wanted to run our own restaurant. Um, I'd always done lots of hospitality as a part time job. I'd, I'd always worked in pubs, restaurants, um, hotels in my in, in a part time capacity whilst uh, doing the drug and alcohol counselling. Um, so my husband and I started up our own business in 2011 um, where we were we had a, a pub restaurant. Um, we were really keen that um, we just went the extra mile with that. My husband's got a, a Michelin star background, um, always worked in Michelin star kitchens. Um, so we really wanted to do pub food, but with a, a fine dining twist. And the same for the service at the front, because I've always really valued going out to places where you just get that extra attentive service. Um, so, so excellent service, excellent food was absolute priority for us. Um, and unfortunately, one thing we didn't take into account was that neither of us had any experience in business. Um, and we had to learn it very, very quickly. And we made a lot of mistakes at that point um, in that that business. Um, but also family came along at that time. We had our daughter while we were living in the pub um, and very quickly realised that work-life balance was just not going to be a reality um, with a pub and a child. Um, so we took the decision to, to leave, um, both for financial reasons, because it, it financially, because as I say, we weren't great at business at that point, um, wasn't particularly working. And um, that meant we had no leeway to bring other people into the business so so that we could spend time as a family. Um, So we left that business and we spent some time readjusting. Second baby came along and I just got to the point where I didn't have a job to go back to. Um, I I wasn't on maternity leave from anything, but I really wanted to do something um, and I wanted it to fit around my children. Um, So I took a business course. Um, and I launched a, a business um, with a, a, a former colleague of my husband's um, in hospitality consultancy. Um, but actually, again, the foundations weren't there. We hadn't done our market research. There wasn't the market for, for what we were offering. 
So again, that was another really big lesson um, that that I learned. So that business didn't didn't really go anywhere and didn't really last. Um, and um, the, the virtual assistant work um, came to me completely by chance, but has turned out to be something that I've I've loved more than anything that I've done before. Um, it's it's work that really fulfills me because I love helping and supporting other people, which I suppose almost goes back to the the drug counselling. It's it's a completely different thing, but it is still helping yeah. and supporting people um to to get to to a better place in their life um and equally the same with the hospitality that for me was all about giving the best possible service to my clients making them happy giving them a good experience um so that that element of helping people to to find something or to do something that they really enjoy or that makes their life a lot better helping people in that way has always been a really big passion of mine um perspective the virtual assistant work it was work that I I fell into it was it was work that I I didn't I've got no experience um as a, a PA but a lot of the work these days that VAs do um and that I do is about um online work it's not necessarily traditional PA work um it can be you know the things I mentioned earlier on website work or mailing list management so um there's a lot of different skills that I've built up along the way that have have fed into that um and has turned out to be something that I absolutely, absolutely love doing. Um, and I really love the clients I work with. Um, the fact that I work with mums in business came about through the fact that when I had the hospitality consultancy, um, I, I had a, a toddler with me, a baby and a baby who became <laughs> a toddler. Um, and I couldn't go to networking meetings um, with a baby in tow or a toddler in tow. So um, I found a, a whole variety of networking meet meetings that were specifically geared up to mums in business and that were child friendly and started attending those meetings. And that was where my client base as a VA has ended up being. Um, and, and it works really, really well for me because it's a client group that I really relate to. Yeah, that, that is so great. I mean, I um, I didn't know that there was that kind of stuff out there, you know, mm. mums, uh, support for mums in business and where you can take your children. That's amazing. How cool yeah. is that? Quite a few, actually. There's some, there's quite a lot out there. There's there's a, a whole in, sort of big international network of, of meetings that I've attended. They've got meetings in most of the towns and cities across the UK that and, and around the world as well. Um, and other meetings locally that have been set up locally by other mums in business. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's been a really, really good good part of business for me and it's it's such a supportive community I do yes. find women and mums when they network um, have a very different vibe from networking meetings that are, are mixed gender um, and and there's so much support um, amongst the the mums that I've met there um, everybody supports each other everybody recommends each other everybody cares about what happens it's it's been a case of developing real friendships as well as as business relationships which has been fantastic yeah I love your story it's like um it sounds like you had a lot of steep learning curves and I kind mm -hmm. of I totally um get that but it sounds like you were really driven like you say by this sort of value and it's that is your purpose isn't it is that mm. to help people and that's sort of run through all of the decisions that you've made Absolutely. and you finally found this one that you know that's you know working in all aspects you know and it does take time sometimes doesn't it mm. there's a bit of trial and error isn't there to find this idea of balance 
Yeah, and I, I, I don't believe that you will ever find the perfect balance, but I do believe that that balance can be shifted and adjusted one way and another um, to, to get as close as you can to to that perfect balance. And every time you think you've just about found balance, something changes in life. Um, but there's certainly ways that you can make the balance a lot easier. Um, and yeah, being organised, having a plan, all of those things really do help with that um, time management. Um, all of those things are hugely important in finding that balance. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I guess um, you, as well as having the plan, you pro probably really need to be adaptable as well, don't you? Mm. Um, oh, absolutely. You know. Plans do change. My husband had to work really early today, which wasn't planned initially when we booked this this chat. Um, he was going to take them out and keep them occupied, but um, unfortunately, plans change. <laughs> And you do have to adapt, especially, you know, as a mum, there are going to be days when one of your children is off school sick or something happens and you can't do what you anticipated that you were going to do. Um, and, and being able to adapt to that is really important, definitely. Yeah, for sure. So mm -hmm. I wonder if you um, could share with us your top tips for anyone who mm -hmm. is thinking about starting, um, who's maybe got a seed of an idea, you know, or mm -hmm. a real... Um, sense that they want to do something different um, mm -hmm. where would they where would you say to start what would you say to do first top tips um, would be to establish whether your business idea is feasible um, there are different business models out there um, some of them are tried and tested and if you're joining um, a business model that that you know is tried and tested then you do have um, that, that good basis to it. But if it's something that's an, a new idea or a new concept or something that, that you, you're going to do your own take on, um, it's really important to, to test whether that idea is feasible. Um, and there's lots of ways to, to do that testing. Um, far too much to, to explain now. But yeah, there is. it's really important to do your market research, to do your competitor analysis. All of those things are essential um, as part of that. Um, and, and, and as I say, making a plan, knowing where you're going and knowing what you want to do um, and knowing who you need to target as well, um, who your target market are. If you don't know your target market, how are you going to get your products to them? or your services to them. Um, so, um, yeah, ma making a plan around all of that, making a plan about doing your market research, making a plan about who to, to target your target your, your work to, um, creating a business plan that will incorporate all of that um, and will also address areas where you might need to improve um, and, and highlight all of the, the financial feasibility as well of your plan, whether whether it's something that's going to make you the amount of money that you need your business to make to cover the costs that you need. Um, so there's, yeah, there's a lot, a lot involved in it in, in knowing how you're going to do it and where you're going to go, but it's absolutely doable. Um, and it's, it's perfectly, um, yeah, there's a lot of mums out there who run a business and juggle a family as well. Um, and yeah. with careful planning and good organization. It's really good making sure those foundations are in place at the beginning. Yeah. Do you have any particular ways that you sort of um, make it work for you? Like, do you like for me, I do this um, before the children get up. I'm lucky because it's the summer holidays still. So they mm. might not sleep in quite late. But um, there's little things, aren't there? I suppose when you're your own boss, you can make it work because you can adjust when you're working. You know, so I always try and take the afternoons off so I can go and do mm. something with the kids. How about you? Do you have any sort of ways that you make yeah. it work for you 
Absolutely. Self-care time is essential um, as far as I'm concerned. So for, for me, I get up at 5 a.m. Um, I know a lot of people balk at that idea. Um, and I, I, I would have done three years ago, but I've been doing it for the last two, two and a half, nearly three years now, getting up at 5 a.m. And that time is just wonderful for me because I get to do an hour of complete self-care time. I get some exercise. I get some meditation. Um, I can have a coffee in peace. I can make a plan for the day. Um, so, yeah, self-care is is my number one tip, most definitely, because you, you can't function for the day if you don't look after yourself. Yeah. Um, and um, my second tip would absolutely be to plan your time, time management. There's lots of different time management strategies out there. Um, two that I use, three actually that I use and find really useful is um, brain dumping at the start of every month. I sit down and I just get everything out of my head onto a piece of paper um, and then I prioritize what needs to be done. Um, the second thing with time management, I, I time block. Um, so time blocking, again, really essential. Five to six a.m. is my time. Um, six o'clock until the children wake up is work time. Um, and then after that, I, I have a, a block of time when I'm getting children breakfast and dressed and so on. And then I block in specific times to do specific work. And that does have to be flexible, particularly around summer holidays and things like that. So we, at the moment, I am being a little bit more flexible with it. I have blocks of time when if I can keep the children occupied, I will yeah. do some work. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, time blocking is, is really, really important to know what you're doing and when and to ensure that you're not missing out any really crucial elements of business. Um, one of the biggest ones is doing your finances every week, blocking in a time so you know you're keeping on top of it. So when tax return time comes or corporation tax return time comes, you know that you've got all of your data there and ready rather than having a big panic to get it all sorted. Um, and the third tip um, around that um, is I, I use a, an app called Focus Keeper, which uses the Pomodoro technique. Um, which is a really good way of focusing your attention on a task for a short period of time, for a yeah. short burst of time, 25 minutes, and then having a little break in between. Um, and that I find really, really useful when I've got stuff I need to get done. I don't do it for client work because for client work, I don't need that incentive to focus. Um, when I'm doing work for my clients, I get really into it and I get really involved and I'm on the clock for them. But to do yeah. my own stuff, I really do need those little short burst you know what? I um I heard about that and I actually um I because with the this podcast you know um mm. the editing was a whole new thing for me and um and it's not a task yeah most things I get into the flow of doing most of the things that I have to do even like finances I don't mind doing I can get into the flow with it but with this editing it was so new and I had to do such a lot in like a couple of days it was like I just had to break it down into those chunks and it was such mm -hmm. a good way to do it because otherwise I was procrastinating thinking I've got like hours of getting this done but if mm -hmm. I just said just do 25 minutes just 25 yeah. minutes and set a timer so it's like okay just do that yeah. and then go do something else then come back and do another 25 minutes exactly. and it really does make such a difference doesn't it so any sort exactly. of tasks that are a little bit more challenging I definitely recommend yeah, there's some great apps out there that use that as well. Um, I use Toggle um, to, to time my client work and they have a Pomodoro built into that. But also on my phone, I have an app called Focus Keeper, which uses exactly that process. And it gives you a little ping when your time starts and a little ping when your time finishes. Um, and you can change it and set it. So actually, if you find 25 minutes doesn't work for you, I know somebody who 20 minutes works better for her. So she, yeah. she's 
it and uses it for that and others for whom 50 minutes is a really great block of time so you can adapt it and make it work in a way that works for you and fits in with your time blocks as well yeah that's brilliant well thank you so much Kate I'm just aware of the time so I'm not going to keep you much longer but do you want to just finish by telling us um you've got a challenge coming up haven't you so for anyone who is interested in this kind of thing yeah, I have a, a five-day business planning challenge coming up um, for those with children already at school. Um, we've timed it after the children have gone back to school, after you've had a bit of time to yourself so that um, you have time to to spend a week or so getting yourself sorted and calm after the summer holidays is over. Um, and um, on the 14th of September, um, I'm launching a, a five-day business planning challenge where we go through all of the different steps of creating a business plan um because having that plan as i say is essential so that you know where you're going um so it'll be a, a really sort of fun and interactive challenge um and and we'll, we'll help you put together a whole plan with some actions at the end of what, what you need what you know you need to do to take the next step um to get that business up and running and, and going um and launched um so yeah that's that's what i've got coming up at the moment yeah i think i might i might try and join on that challenge just to get my head into a plan um myself it doesn't have to just be for launching your business. You can create a business plan at any stage during a business um, if it helps to give you some direction of, of where you need to go. And it's, it's a working document, a constant work in progress um, that gets updated as time goes. It's not set in stone. It's a plan. Plans are there to be changed, but it gives you a bit of focus and a bit of an idea of what you need to do and where you need to go. So It sounds great, Kate. Thanks so much for talking to us this morning. Thank really you for having me taking the time and um yeah so we'll sign off for now and kate's going to drop that link into the comments if you're interested in joining her challenge okay so take care kate thanks a lot see you soon thank you very much bye-bye thank you so much for listening today don't forget that you can subscribe to listen to more episodes you can leave a review if you've enjoyed today's episode and you can share with your friends and i'd really appreciate that Look forward to seeing you next week. And if you need a few moments out for yourself, I've left a free guided relaxation recording in the notes for this podcast. Take care, guys. See you next time.